our real edition studio this week. Unfortunately, we could not go into the normal studio. So, here we are! Woo! Thank you. Our real addiction studio. <laughs> and we have sound effects, apparently. That is a thing that we have now. No, no, no. This is a live crowd. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> live so reaction. It's a, li- it's a actually, live crowd? It's right there. They're, yeah, they're all facing the, down that yeah. way. You can't right? see them because obviously, you know, cameras. Of course. It's, it's, it's kind of like Men in Black where you have like a, a locker that's full of an entire civilization. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> uh, I don't want the FBI showing up. So, Welcome back to the show, everyone. Yes. Unfor- for- oh, sorry, go for it. I was going to say, unfortunately, Renee couldn't join us this week. He is under the weather. So may he uh, rest in peace and come back a new person. Justice for Renee. Hashtag justice for Renee. Save Renee. (laughs) Free Renee. (laughs) Free free Renee. He ain't done anything wrong. He's in... <laughs> he's in. He's in. Uh, what is it called? In from Dragon Ball when they put him in the chamber, hyperbolic time chamber. Uh, no, not the hyperbolic time chamber. When he's on Namek and he's in that pod, where he's getting uh, oh the train the training capsule. No, it's that stupid liquid he's in. I forget what it's called. Anyways, he's getting revived. We get uh-huh. Renee two point by next week. I didn't. I also just realized that apparently they put them in a lot of capsules just so that way they can either revive or train. Saiyans are always in capsules. Yeah, Saiyans are always in capsules. I don't know. That show is obsessed with capsules. Capsule Corp, Capsule Pods, Saiyan capsules. Speaking of which, actually, did you uh, did you ever see the that fan made Dragon Ball Z like short? Which one? Where it's a uh, Vegeta comes back into the past and then he fights off Broly. No. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Mm. Are you? Oh, uh huh. And they use like uh, uh, Chinese uh, animation style for it. What? Yeah, so is it it's on like, YouTube. It's on YouTube, yeah. It's a, it's it's on dope. YouTube. dude. It's so cool because uh, it's um, the scene where Goku and Chi Chi are uh, where she's fighting him at the World Martial Arts Tournament, and then Broly breaks her arm. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, like Broly shows up and he just like wrecks Goku. Uh, Vegeta is able to turn his Saiyan power into a sword, dude. It's it's crazy. Are you guys gonna watch Dragon Ball Superhero? I yeah, want of course. To. Want to yeah, see of course. It. Like, I didn't know it was gonna week? be a Gohan centric story, so dude, now I'm even more interested. I'm so in. Yes. As long as, uh, as long as we got Saiyan Man. No, that he he retires that. Yeah, he retires. Oh, Great Saiyan Man. Yeah, why even do the movie then? Uh, because Gohan is the best. <laughs> no, no. Dude, you Not know it's bad movie. when even the characters in the show all talk. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll make fun of him for it. They're like, dude, seriously? <laughs> if it's not Saiyan Man, we don't, uh, I don't want do it. Do you know why he was Saiyan Man? I need to. What do you mean you don't need to? I don't need to. No, I, I don't. I haven't seen all of Dragon it was, Ball Z. It was because uh, he was trying to say, he was becoming a vigilante. He became a vigilante and then he didn't, and he didn't want people to know who he was. Because he wanted to be a scholar growing up. Yeah, because he wanted to be like. Put a, on the mask. Yeah, so yeah. he put on, so nobody cared before he put on the mask. Yeah, because hmm. he was always going to be Goku's son. Yeah. And he didn't want to be known as that. So yeah. he's just fair. like. I, That's I'll, fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's but fair. when the tournament of. Uh, power is it or is it it's the one where the universe is yeah the tournament power yeah then uh he got recruited into that and he's like okay yeah i get it I'm he's actually a team leader oh really he's actually cool. a team leader. why have you not one? watched dragon ball i've seen dragon ball z i think kai is the sped up version right kai is the one that cuts out all the fillers yeah so i watched that and then i think i feel like i played more of the games more than i actually watched, watched dragon show. ball super in all fairness where, uh, in all fairness uh-huh. you play the games that, for the most you know those part, are enemies right what? what? Dragon Ball? Yes. Yes. Okay. But yeah. I don't watch anime. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm not a weeb. Yeah. You, see, you see what I'm I have confirmed. To go I'm not a weeb. I don't know here what you're talking about. See what I have to go. Here through. it is. <laughs> here it is. Yeah, but those, uh, I am looking forward to uh, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Superhero thing that I don't even. It's a really long title. Dragon um, Ball Super Superhero. Yeah, that's weird. Well, are, don't they have like Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Super crazy. Saiyan, Super Saiyan Two, Super it's, Saiyan, uh, yeah. Super Saiyan Blue. Saiyan. Yeah. Super no, Saiyan Blue. That's now. the American version. Oh, really? So there's a the Japanese version is basically. I'm, I might Super, be wrong. It's Super Saiyan God Blue. Super Saiyan God Blue. That's when they get the Super blue Saiyan. Hair. That's when they get the blue hair. And then there's uh, a no. That's red hair Super Saiyan God. Yeah, red hair Super Saiyan God. And then yeah, Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan God, God to get the Super red hair. Saiyan. No, no, no. Yeah. no. So it's there's Saiyan God, which is the red hair. That's their normal yes. state. And then Super Saiyan God mode is blue hair. That's them turning. God, no, super that's Saiyan, a God Saiyan. It, I will hurt you. <laughs> and it, it doesn't it, make any sense. It's on. It's on the games. It was in uh, Xenoverse Two, where it was SSGSS. I've I've played a little bit of the first one. It's pretty good. Xenoverse is pretty good. I like those. I like those games. It's SSGSS. Dude, I don't know. It's there. It's. I swear to you. Just go with Super Saiyan Blue. That's it. It's just Super Saiyan. Yeah, but it's a lot more fun to say Super Saiyan God. No, no. And then Ultra Instinct. And there's probably that's when be you here. start getting confusion. That's why. That's, that's fine. At in confusion. confusion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, no. The the Dragon Ball Z is. Does Vegeta ever get to Super Saiyan three? No, no, he skips it. But he, it doesn't make any sense because so, he goes, he gets God. Okay. He, he gets Super Saiyan God. Well, in, I know uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Oh when we're gonna gosh. do some Dragon Ball lore <laughs> real quick. All right. So Adam, here's what happens. Okay. So the theory I'll, is I'll that Vegeta, Vegeta actually earns the uh how does it he earns super saiyan god super saiyan because he trains himself to skip two forms whereas goku is given super saiyan god form with the help of friendship yeah because originally before he bites beerus yeah he has to use the power of multiple Saiyans to gift him the ability to turn into Super Saiyan God. Yeah, I remember And then that. Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. And then Vegeta just did it from free will. Vegeta just <laughs> trained his ass off. Yeah. And then he's his... So, whereas Goku went into Ultra Instinct in the Tournament of Power, yeah. Vegeta goes beyond <laughs> Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. So, it's a different form of Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Kaioken version. There's a it's okay. really it's really cool in the uh, in the comics right in the manga right now because he go you know the planet that Goku crashes on yeah in right after the Frieza saga and he learns like instant transmission and he learns like you know yeah, key yeah, finding yeah. and everything yeah. like that yeah Vegeta just effed off like he literally just like left the planet mm-hmm. and he went to that planet and he was like Kakarot became stronger because he came here I want to learn everything you know. He only stayed for a he only stayed for a, a year. I'll stay here as long as Vegeta's built different. Yeah, yeah Vegeta, Ve, dude, Vegeta's there for like six months, and they were like, "You've learned every technique we know." Yeah, watch yeah. watch Dragon Ball. Yeah, dude, it's watch it's, it, it's crazy because then uh, what was it like? Things are happening bad on the planet. Goku's getting wrecked, and then out of nowhere, you just see Vegeta. And he has he's doing instant transmission, and he lands on the planet. That's freaking sick. So and he, they're like, "Oh my god!" Vegeta's like, "Are you?" Weak? Still weak, I see Kakarot. And you're like, oh dang, oh dang. If, if you want to skip a couple yeah, uh, cool. arcs of Dragon really Ball cool. Super, just watch Battle of the Gods, the Frieza movie that came out, and you can skip like three arcs. Battle of the Gods is where they introduced Super Saiyan God. 
Yes, and that's and where then, he fights Beerus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and, the anime super does two arcs that are already in the movies. Mm-hmm. So you don't really need to do anything with that. You can just skip it. The Frieza Ooh, one, uh, no. that's when Frieza goes gold, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But then, that movie is more or less the same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Can we move on to the main topics? I no, guess so. Thank you guys Dragon for joining Ball us here. Episode. Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's 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 how we get Dragon into it. Um, before we move into comic strips, quick shout out to one of our listeners. Derek messaged us on IG. Said he was a huge fan. He's been listening to us for quite a while already. And he actually asked us a question and some help. Because sure. Renee mentioned, uh, I think it was like an issue 103 or 104, what he said, um, was that uh, there's like a short list of comics essentially to read before picking up the uh, Secret Wars comic books, right? Right. We've been raving about Secret Wars, and he wants to know what comics are essential. So we did they, some research. We looked it up. They don't have like the compendium of like an event, like but an event compendium. That's the thing is that that probably won't release until closer to... Secret Wars when it comes out. If Marvel was smart, they'd probably do that. They they always do something like that. It's like, oh, in preparation for Secret Wars, yeah. maybe you'll look this up and yeah, you know. Usually they're like big books. So exactly. they look like an encyclopedia and it's like an event uh comic book. So the problem with Secret Wars is that um there are way too many arcs that kind of existed before the events started, right? So what ended up happening was there were a lot of comic books that had the Secret War logo on there or that were titled Secret War, but it was more along, it was telling more of a story based on that surrounding character or that event that maybe didn't really play a big part in Secret Wars. So the list that we came up is based off the ones that I believe are kind of like necessary reads. Were, weren't the, uh, weren't some of them just kind of, this is how they got to Secret Wars. Basically, like yeah. Is, like this is this is either why they're here. This is how they got to Battleworld. Yeah, or how they got to Battle Exactly. World. Yeah. yeah. That's all it is. But the ones the list that I came up with was uh Secret Wars Journal Battleworld, and that's kind of the explanation of Battleworld and how it existed. Uh Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies, Marvel Zombies Battleworld, uh Siege Battleworld, which also includes Uncanny X-Men's issues nine through ten. Um of I think Secret Wars came out in 2015 or something like that. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's that it's those issues, uh, and then Ultimate End. Those are usually the comics books. Uh, those are the ones that I read that I remember reading that kind of have an impact and explain to you the process of Battle World's creation. Mm. But Renee's input, uh, and this I completely forgot because he mentioned it before. 2012's Avengers and New Avengers by Jonathan Hickman. And the reason he does recommend that one is because that is the first time that the Illuminati find out about the incursions. So we're just getting incursions in the MCU. Well, because doesn't um, because the new Avengers form after Ant Man dies, and Cassie Lang takes basically just gets like all of the protege proteges and she starts training them uh-huh. for uh, to battle the incursions yeah. and secret wars. Which obviously that's gonna happen in Ant Man. Yeah. So, um, do you think Ant Man's gonna die? Then I don't think so because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> what's his name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I don't think he's that expensive in an actor that they couldn't renew yeah. his contract. He's he he is definitely in the list of like a list, but I don't think he costs that much. He's no. he's he's the easy deal. Because at this point, when it comes to Marvel stuff. It's not so much about like how much more can we like push forward their stories. It's all about contracts at this point. That's what I'm saying. Is that yeah. for? But in the realm 
of Quantumania because they did say, oh yeah, it's going to kick off the, the Quantumania is going to kick off Phase Five. Yeah. Inside of and then they're doing Secret Wars. Uh-huh. The thing that kind of led to Secret Wars and led to the formation of the New Avengers was the death of Scott Lang. So not by Kang the Conqueror, but he just dies. Yeah, he, he gets murdered by uh, I forget. But I I because here's the thing. Like okay, so going off the theory that he's not too expensive, right? Yeah, I would say that what ends up happening is he either gets stuck in a quantum realm or something. And they can't bring him back, and so that's kind of how they get rid of him for a couple, like a couple years. And they probably bring him back in Secret Wars. I don't think they'll kill him off. He's not an expensive actor. He hasn't had any issues with the MCU, nor has he really popped up a lot in other movies. In all fairness, of like squeaky clean people, Paul Rudd is pretty dang squeaky clean. Yeah. Like, well, he's a. I, I mean, I don't want to assume he's a saint, but he's not no. a terrible person. Yeah. But I mean, he's been in a, like adult comedies, but that's kind of about it. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, though, <laughs> he's very he's very marketable to both he adults and kids. And what's super nice is that you know, whereas other celebs get these kind of like weird photos taking care of them, the one that sticks out for me with Paul Rudd is his daughter dressed up as the Wasp. And yeah. he dressed up as Weird Al for Halloween. Yeah. Have you seen that photo? No. Yeah, I he's, he's dressed up as Weird Al, and his daughter is the Wasp. <laughs> that's true. Could have dressed up as Ant Man, but yeah. like, nope, Weird Al. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. I think with in the in the case of like Ant, uh, I say Anthony Mackie, uh, Paul Rudd, it he's safe. Like he's safe. For well, yeah. Oh, well, no, 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 not like that. Like As an actor, pick. yeah, you mean like he's it's, a safe it's, yeah, like yeah, it's safe. safe you know, That's what you're talking about. If there's anybody to build around, I feel like he's easy to build around. Oh yeah, because he's not going to be expensive for a while. But they're smart in that sense too, because like I said, he's not. He hasn't been in a lot of the other MCU properties. Yeah, he hasn't crossed over. He's been much. in the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, know. yeah, because the. I mean, he's had what two movies? Because okay, if you if you look at the pattern that you've seen from the MCU movies, the third one is going to be the Ant-Man suit is going to be damaged. Yeah. He's going to lose the ability to shrink. Yeah. That's usually what happens inside the third movie. Iron Man, he lo- loses all the suits. Thor, he lost his hammer. This one, obviously he's going to have a broken Ant-Man suit. Because even on like some of the set photos, like the crew shirts is a cracked Ant-Man mask hmm. with, uh, Thor, with uh, Kang the Conqueror and the visor. Okay. So I'm assuming... Oh, my God. You think it's going to be darker? This movie's going to be... You want to know something really dumb, and I think you might hate this? What? You said that Ant-Man might die. You know who also guessed it? The game theorist, Matt Pat. Did he? Yeah. Eh. I forgot. Because you said a broken mask. Yeah. And he has that as one of his thumbnails. He's like, Ant-Man might die. Yeah, I saw saw that. But But in all fairness... I have more of a record of being right. That's true. (laughs) Matt Pat may have more subscribers, but he's also wrong like 90% of the time. Honestly, if Matt Pat said it, it's not happening. Never mind. I take back this entire conversation. That man lives. He He has the Matt Pat seal of approval. No matter what, now nothing's going to happen to him. (laughs) Because Matt Pat said it. That's why. (laughs) 
get Matt Pat to say, keeping up with the nerds never. Oh, no, wait. Keeping up with the nerds will eventually die. We'll never die. Yeah, we'll, never we'll become go. immortal. Exactly. Yeah. They'll never be bought off by a big company. We that's get bought a, off by a big company. That's Matt Pat's uh, secret ability. There that's you go. Pa- that's a superpower. Yeah. Dang. But those are your comic books to read, Derek. Uh, those are our recommendations. Uh, hopefully that kind of helps out. What I will say is the best advice I can give you in terms of comic books, read what you want, especially with the big event. If you're interested in learning about different arcs and stuff like that that are coming up, stick with the books and characters that you like. Don't pick up books just because it has a label on it. That's kind of tying into those big arcs because what ends up happening is they really don't do much besides tell you their version of the story and then only focus two pages on like the actual main event. That's all I can tell you. But those are my recommendations. Those are our recommendations. And Renee, thank you for uh, bringing in the uh, 2012 Avengers and New Avengers uh, bit. Uh, cause yeah, the, the incursion is going to be a big deal ever since a uh, multiverse of madness kind of established that that was yeah. the thing that was going yeah, on. That incursions are a actual problem yeah. in the MCU. So we're going to see that maybe in Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania. Is that the first movie that's kicking off phase five? Yeah. That's what starts off phase five. There you that's go. Right after uh, Wakanda. Well, 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 when it comes out in 2023, huh? It comes out in February of 2023. Yeah. So we got a so. sm- we got a short break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you go from November to uh, February. Before you know it, dude, blink and we're already there. Yeah, we're already in August. Yep, that's a, a scary thing. Yeah. Well, she Hulk's next week. She this is week is week. when this release. When does and- Andor comes out next month, right? Yeah, yeah, they got pushed back a month. Yeah, yeah. Wonder why. Oh man, are we gonna talk about She Hulk? We should talk about She Hulk. Yeah, there's gonna be some good stuff in there. We, we can do the first episode. Why? There's a lot of cameos. They're building. Appar- apparently, they're building yeah. a lot of like. Yeah. This is it's gonna That's be just a tough show because I was excited for Miss Marvel and Miss Marvel ended up being really good. I'm not as excited for She Hulk as I was before. It's yeah. just there's a lot of bad press circling around that. My my thing is that I'm okay. I what I really want to see is I I'm really hoping there's a Tom Holland uh, was it cameo. They they already debunked that. Yeah, they also debunked Andrew Garfield and yeah. Tobey Maguire. It's also Marvel. So, I mean, so who knows? Yeah, because I mean, we are because because they did say that Spider Man and Daredevil are going to be kind of like leading up the ground yeah. level Avengers. Mm-hmm. So but Daredevil's already in the street it, level. Or the but street level, Tom so. Holland only has one cameo left on on his contract. Does he? Yeah. So what are they saving it for? Uh, Avengers, probably Secret Wars. No, no, no. I'm, I'm almost. Not only that, but also, I'm pretty sure they're they're in renegotiations already. Probably, they, yeah. th- there's a there's a contract to to definitely. Uh, they're, they're they're probably renegotiating because they really don't want to end Spider Man's storyline with him just flying around New York in his old suit. That's too big of a hit. That's too big of a hit for fans. Are you kidding me? Yeah, if you were to go like Spider Man's never gonna come back, like, or he only has one more appearance, and it's a very like it's just a cameo. He's got to be in Daredevil, though, right? That's probably. Yeah. I would imagine he's in Daredevil. He's in uh, Born Again. Why else would it be 18, 18 episodes? You know, that would be really interesting. Daredevil. Also, right now it's kind of a good break for him if he did want to do other movies because they're not really needing him for anything. No yeah, big projects, which is great because that's yeah. the biggest complaint that has come so far from not just actors, but I guess like their agents and stuff mm-hmm. is that they're saying that, you know, you're stuck, you're stuck with the Marvel, you know, cinematic universe because yeah. back to back to back to back filming. It's great. People are complaining. There's a lot of Marvel content, right? What's good about that? Actors get a break. Yeah. Because they don't have to come in and film 
Yeah, two, three, like get, two years back to back and stuff. Yeah. yeah, they just get worn out. Which is good. Uh, can we move on to comic strips? Sure. Any last thoughts? Yeah. 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 All right. We got a big show for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about Prey. We're going to be talking about Harley Quinn. We're going to do some DC updates. Oh, my God. There were so many. Uh, so there's that's going to be fun. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Adam's just thrilled to hear some stuff, you know? So let's move on to comic strips. Again, if you guys are new to the show, we kind of take the little bits and pieces of information that have been coming out throughout the week. Short form, we pick one of the topics that interests us, and we kind of expand on it. We want to talk about it a little bit more. So here we go. First bit of news. Ghost of Tsushima movie director, Chad, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce this, Stahlikski, that's how you pronounce it, wants to, be, uh, wants, to be, or wants to have the film in full Japanese. This includes language and cast. Hmm. Jump down. Yes, which is great. Can we also get it in black and white? I want... A color version and a black and white version. I want to do this. I want to do this thing like bad. Logan. Yeah, I want to do it bad. like Logan. Where yes, like you do but that needs to. He needs to have, um, like, uh, he needs to be trained in lighting because Logan only worked in black and white because the director knew about lighting. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. If if we want to do a movie in black and white. You can do it in black and white. Yeah, you the, can. the studio. The studio is not going to be like, sorry, bro. We're we're all out of. <laughs> we don't know. Like, we don't know how to do we that. We don't know how to do that. I'm yeah. sorry. We don't know how to do that. That's, I, the, I, that's the old way of movie yeah. TV. <laughs> we, we put that. We, we put color yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be interesting if they did this. And is it Shonen style, where like the old samurai movies? Uh huh. What if like they did Ghost of Tsushima in like a four by three aspect ratio, black and white? Okay. You know that'd what? be cool. That. Right? Because Snyderverse I, was also 3-4, right? I think, yeah, but or also... Or was it 15-9? 4-3. Yeah, it was 4-3. Oh, 4-3, yeah, yeah. But I do have to... I, I would say, if you're going to do Ghost of Tsushima the correct way, that is definitely an IMAX movie. Oh, uh, yeah. If yeah. you're going to do that movie, that is that that movie is hard. I, I want to touch on the, the all-Japanese cast. Mm-hmm. That's pretty interesting, <laughs> considering... Because it's anime, right? Huh? Or it's Ghost an of Tsushima? No, no, that's it's a, a live action. It's a live oh, it's a oh yeah, it's a it game franchise, but wasn't it? It's not an anime also. No, so the oh, game was created gotcha. by who who uh, developed that game? Uh, the it was an American. It's an American studio. Look it up. You have your phone. Oh yeah, it's an American studio, and uh, they the studio yeah. the researchers basically tried their best to get this as accurate as possible. Oh, yeah, they spent a so, yeah. bunch of time in Japan. Yeah, I think they also donated a lot of money to uh, preserve one of the, um, not a temple, but uh, a historical uh, landmark. landmark in Japan. The developer? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sucker Punch Productions. Thank there you, Sucker Punch. Makes sense because that uh, that's the that's the produ- same production that made the, the film, right? The film's not made yet. They greenlit it. No, 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 it's the Sucker Punch film. You remember the Sucker Punch film? No, they're not no, the same. That's, that's not the same. That's Bad Robot. Uh, bad Robot did that? No, yeah. wait. It wasn't Bad Robot. It was um, Zack Snyder's. What's Zack Snyder's? I don't know. Because Zack oh, Snyder's the one that made it. Bad Robot is uh, James A. James. Well, Sucker Punch did in- Infinite 1 and 2, uh, Infinite Second Son, mm-hmm. All the Slies. Huh. And they're jumping to, to the big screen? Yeah. They're not producing well, they're, this, but they are... They, they are allowing. They, they're the giving it to a studio. Go. Yeah, to make a which movie. studio is making it? I don't know. Let me look that up. Okay, while he looks that up, I'll move on. Yeah. Uh, Kung Fu Panda Four announced for March 2024. Sold. <laughs> Dude, the fans are excited for that one. Man. 
crazy. I thought you were going to do a No, I hit it on accident. No, I'm excited. Dude, Kung Fu Panda, I'm interested to see where they go. I'm interested because I enjoy the world of Kung Fu Panda. It's interesting because every time, there's two franchises. Kung Fu Panda is DreamWorks, right? Yeah. So there's two franchises that Andy and I always talk about where we're like, damn, these are really good movies. Shrek and Kung Fu Panda? No, Shrek is a classic. What I'm talking about is How to Train Your... Uh, how to Train a Dragon. That's also a good one. And Kung Fu Panda, which those are both are the, DreamWorks. Yeah, and those are movies that are like oh, these are of kid their movies. like yeah yeah they're 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 kid movies. And then you watch them, you're like, I didn't want to cry today. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> really. Movie? What <laughs> movie? No, uh, for I I actually really do want them to come out with another uh, How to Train Your Dragon movie. Those I'm movies just good. It, um, I think the franchise, it wrapped up perfectly. It does. It, 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 it did wrap up kind of. It did wrap up nice, but. There's a niche for just a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit yeah. more. Even a, even a, a Netflix TV show, I'd be okay with. They did do something on Netflix, but it but was they, very kid oriented. It was very kid oriented. Oh, okay. It wasn't, and it was uh, back in the past. So mm. it was, it's that break between one and two. Gotcha. So they they're trying they were trying to fill in that that gap. Yeah. Of like one and two. So, so. to answer the question about the Ghost of Tsushima, uh, uh, PlayStation and Sony are producing it. Rest in peace, Ghost of Tsushima. You were a film that could have been good that uh, didn't end up so well. So we'll see what happens. I don't know, man. It's I mean, Sony, man. We're going to talk they, about. They did Logan. Did they do Logan? Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, Fox. That was Fox. That was, yeah, it was, that was Fox. They did Uncharted. Uncharted was great. Uncharted, Uncharted right. is on a, it's on a streaming service right now. Yeah, yeah it is. It's probably. It's on Hulu. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it again. It's good. good. It was good. Yeah, it's it's good, a right? solid. It, it, uh, for. For what it was, it's pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. no complaints for it. Mark Ruffalo makes a statement about the MCU projects, saying that the MCU projects are uniquely different all the time, while Star Wars franchises or Star Wars projects are all the same. That's what Ruffalo That's says. That's a bold thing says. to say. But uh, you know what? It goes back to what we've originally said, where it's a statement from an interview that might have been pulled out of context. True. But okay. here's my thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> you heard my here's, baby. <laughs> No, 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 yeah, no, no, hurt my baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I, I would honestly, I, I would honestly have Nick to say, I, would, I kind of a <laughs> Nick Hulk. About to Hulk the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> He's like, all right, Brian, uh, quit talking. Here's, I got something to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I do have to admit, I think that when an MCU d- film does really well, it is because it went out of genre. When it is not a quintessential superhero movie, and it is a a different genre of film. That's when they they do really well. No, that's fair. Take that's it a, a step and, further. And I feel that that's the reason why Eternals kind of didn't do all that well because it was very much it followed the formula. Like it it was like okay, cool, we're gonna follow a formula. possibly. Also, the MCU films weren't doing good at that point. Take it true. Take it a step forward Just and say that what the Star Wars franchise has done is that you don't look at a franchise and say this movie belonged to this person. Whereas MCU projects, we know Thor Ragnarok, Thor Love and Thunder are YTT films, right? Yeah, that's Taika films. We know that Eternals is um, Zoe. Oh, Zoe uh, Chow. Yeah, uh, that it belongs yeah. to her. And then the Russo brothers clearly have Winter their soldier. stamp. You know, yeah, exactly. You yeah, know what the Russo brother film is. You know what a Whedon film is. Yeah, you but because I, I would argue about the last time <laughs> that a, a, a Star Wars movie was good is probably Rogue One. And that's... And that's because it's something different. It does yeah. not have it doesn't have any Jedi in it. It doesn't have anything else. Hold it's, my 
Hold my hand. Hold my hand. I love you. <laughs> You're salty. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's because it's glistening already. It's glistening. It's hot I got here, a, dude. It is. I got a little glisten flavor in my lips now. Anyway, um, no, but Rogue, but Rogue One really does fight yeah. the the usual Star Wars premise, and it goes into its own. It's thing. actually Star Wars. It, yeah, it's an actual. It, they're talking about the actual war itself. Yeah. They're talking about like these rebels, what they have, what they have to do with, and everything mm-hmm. else. Whereas all the other movies were like, okay, cool. Here's the here's the roadmap of how a Star Wars movie was. Let's just follow it and insert yeah. sections so that way it will work. And I feel like that's what makes. That's what made that movie, those movies, not as good as the originals. Because even if you were to look at the prequels or even the original series, they they're all kind of different movies. It, it, they have they're to each their own yeah. in a sense. Uh, because yeah, obviously you look at the original trilogy, kicks it off, mm-hmm. and then in Empire, what happens that nothing that never really happens. Vader wins, or yeah. the Empire wins. Yeah. Ladies and, and gentlemen, I'd like to mark Saturday, August 13th at 1123. I did not have to defend Rogue One. Other people <laughs> did it. <laughs> For the first I, time in my life. No, I, I really enjoy Rogue One. I, I love that movie. That Ro- was great. Rogue One is the best Di- Star Wars that Disney made. So far. Like, I'm so happy. So far. What do you, what, okay, so far. I would say Mandalorian. Film. Oh, film. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the best of the of yeah. of their films. Yes, ah, in I which go I home and watch I, Rogue One now. That's great. I watched it. <laughs> I'm not gonna forward. lie. I thought you were gonna be like, I gotta go home and go, you know, please myself. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Rogue One and just like, oh, they loved you, sweetie. They loved you. <laughs> All right, we gotta move on to a couple more pieces of news. Love, Death, and Robots Volume Four announced it's greenlit. They're moving forward with it. That's a solid show. Great. It's a it's a good show. Yeah, there's the antho- some misses in there, but it's an anthology. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good to see, you know, animators take advantage of their own, like take advantage of the show and really putting their own versions of stories and stuff like that. And like you know, and this so it's pretty I, good. I feel like when you're doing weird shows like that, uh, it's a lot easier to do that to just make it an anthology because it's kind of a, it's a hit and miss. If, if yeah. you didn't like this episode. I'll watch the next one. And There's something I'll else like that the show offers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. There's a little bit of everything for everyone. It's kind of like a Star Wars Visions. Yeah. yeah. When you were watching it, it, every episode was very was vastly different from yeah. itself. So well, as you were watching it, you were like, oh, it's great. I love it. Avatar, The Last Airbender, gets an open world game. It's announced. It's an RPG, yeah. But it's a mobile game. Yeah, that's weird. What? Yeah. I, I wonder if it feels it's like a multi- miss already. It feels like they a... didn't. Uh, I wonder if it's a multiplayer. Probably. I have I, to be if it's on phone. That's how it feels. I don't know. It's, I, it, uh, what's it, it's a Diablo Immortal version of the game? Maybe. Like, I don't know, but that's kind of weird because I, I really do want to have, like, I want to have a good fighting game of, like, of like Avatar. Like, oh. give me some good fighting tactics. Honestly, if you were to make it kind of like Ghost of Tsushima, that would be really sick. Where, like, you had to, like, evade and then, like, use your bending skills. But it's skills. all mobile. And everything else. That would be a really sick game. Uh, yeah. It's all mobile. Last bit of news before we do some DC updates. Sonic 3 announced December 20th. You were about to do it again. You were about to do it again. I saw it. I had a a double look. I saw it. The fans are crazy. 
December twentieth of twenty twenty four. Dude, I'm excited. Yeah. We got Sonic Tail and Knuckles, maybe Robotnik. Jim Carrey hasn't said anything, but it's and good to Shadow. see. Shadow. Oh, Shadow. Shadow's gonna be in this one. Who do you think is gonna voice Shadow? Who do you think they gotta be just do Ben Schwartz with a deeper voice? Him having a No, no, you need a you need a, a contrast. You need a big name. Yeah. Because like they announced Idris Elba for Knuckles yeah. and no one thought that was gonna work. Because you want James Earl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Josh Brolin. Or Josh Brolin. Brolin Josh Brolin, dude. Yeah. Brolin would be kind of maybe Jeff Bridges? No, he's too folksy. He's way too, like, because you can kind of tell Jeff Bridges' yeah. voice. That's true, yeah. Because you need somebody who has, like, kind of like, a, he has that omber, you know, that, that like, uh, yeah, you know, that, that real deepness. Do I look like I need your powers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's, such, it's such a great scene. It's such a great scene, though. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. I, I know <laughs> let's, exactly let's like, not, what you're talking let's about. Let's not push further but into I, that. But I'm just saying in general, I love that. I do, of Sonic 2, that that scene in general is pretty awesome. So if they keep oh, that yeah. same quality going into Sonic 3, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I really, I really do want, I do, I do want them to start introducing, like, some of the weirder characters. Like Big the Ru- cat. Like Rouge, Biggs. Who's the pink one? Amy? Amy? Oh, yeah. Isn't that Sonic's like love? That's, no, that's, no, that's Sonic Stalker. Yeah. There's um, a difference. Oh. And then they bring in the Chow. That's love. Cream. <laughs> Just kidding. Dude, I, would lo- I would love to see a Chow. That would be awesome. I just know the big three. Sonic, Tails, Sonic, Knuckles. Tails, Knuckles. Yeah, and Shadow. That's, not the, that's four. That's a big four. So, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> well, oh, and then they have uh, Mecha Sonic. That'd be cool Sonic. to see. That actually would be kind of sick to see if Mecha Sonic was the actual villain, not Shadow. Oh my god! Stop it! Stop it! I know, I know where you're going with this. That's this is freaking what you call it of. Uh, that's the plot for Godzilla vs Kong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that they fight, <laughs> but they're not really the villain. No, honestly, you can't you they're, can't they're do that because both of they, their moms are name is Martha. <laughs> Let's wrap up comic strips, ladies and gentlemen. That brings us to the end of this. Let us know in the comments section if you guys are watching us on YouTube. Uh, what you guys thought of these little bits? What pieces of news are you excited for? Um, let's move on to DC. Let's give a little bit of an update on what's going on there. But yeah, I'd like right. to approach it differently. How so? All we talk about, I feel, at this point is that we praise Marvel for all they do. And DC, I feel like we always bag on them for their uh, stupid decisions. I know, but it's just like every time we talk about it, it's like, hey, they're being dumb. They canceled stuff. They're being stupid. Okay. Uh, so, no, I, I, I do feel, I, I really do feel like Discovery became the adult in the room. <laughs> I, I really do feel what like what the hell is this mess? Yeah. I feel like Discovery came in and they were like, how many viewers does it have? 100,000. Why is it still on the air? <laughs> The budget's You're more than the viewership. Like what is thousand people to watch the show? <laughs> this should be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like at least we could get ads. Yeah. Like why is it here? No, I, there there's some things that I can see in the Discovery merger that may be bad, but also I can see like yeah, they had to make sacrifices. Yeah, in order for us to kind of like at your sketch. Yeah. We need to we need to make some choices. So, let's start with the negative, okay? Uh main stuff is there's a lot of projects 
that have been announced that we don't know the status of. Okay. So Joker 2 was announced not that long ago. Like two weeks ago. But it's in a limbo state. They've already said how much the budget is going to cost, which is about two times more than the first Joker. Is it in a limbo, though? It kind of is because the the way certain articles are talking about Joker 2 is that they're saying it'll happen, but we don't know how or when. So yeah. at any point, it could still get chopped. But I, I, I understand that. But if I was Warner Brothers, if I was, you know, Warner Brothers, would I make a promo video for something that is on the channel. Yes, because that doesn't cost anything. So Yeah, but the thing is that I'm I'm getting I'm getting fan excitement up. So if I if I get all this fan excitement up, I already talk about casting. I already talk about we, we get a a big name like Lady Gaga and we put her in the cancel, Harley Quinn. You can't cancel a film like you that. Can't, to you, be fair you can't you can't push this movie now and go like no it's not happening. To be fair, both of you guys are right in that sense, right? Like that's they're more the likelihood it's is happening. that it's gonna happen. Yeah, right. And it made far too much money for them not to go. Yeah, we're making a sequel. But the interesting thing is that this merger and the way that they're chopping things off has gotten a lot of people afraid of the future of the DCEU and properties that belong to DC. Because have you heard? Did you hear about the delay that Multiverses had? The Warner Brothers uh, other game? game. Yeah, it got pushed back into next year, right? It got pushed back August fifteenth. So season one was supposed to come out on the eighth of August. This year. Of this year. And it was supposed to, because it's in full open beta right mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. So multiverses, if you guys don't know, is like Super Smash Brothers, but uh, Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers. carries. Yeah. That's basically it. And uh, they did a full beta starting like mid-July where it was open to the public. They said that the first season was going to come out August 8th, and that mm-hmm. was going to have Morty from Rick and Morty come in, as well as a full season pass and some extra goodies. August 5th, 6th came around. They pushed it back. They said, we don't know when but it's going to come out soon. It wasn't until yesterday at the time of recording that they announced that the pass would be coming out August 15th. What's interesting about that is that a lot of outlets are saying this merger could have affected multiverse's status. And so the publishers and developers of this game had to come out and say, we're not affected by this merger. And if you notice, a lot of the stuff and a lot of projects that are, been, that are announced are coming out, they're saying things like, this is not going to affect us because who else came out and spoke about their projects. James Gunn. Yeah. He said Peacemaker was not on the chopping block. Yeah, he said Peacemaker. Still it can't finished. be. That's it the thing. Be. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing, though, is that you... See, I, I feel like when people are writing these articles, they're, they're going about it as the guys up top made a decision and nobody knew about it on the bottom. Exactly. These aren't decisions that happen in a day or overnight. My are, this is if it's a if it's a high stakes merger like Discovery and Warner are, are you okay? I'm checking the camera. You know, I didn't want to interrupt you. Go. You, no, we're anyway, good. We're good um, on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but for these kinds of mergers, that takes months. Yeah. It is not. This yeah. is not a. This is not a overnight. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the keys and you're done. Yeah. Like this is overnight. They're checking in on all the properties. They're looking at the books. Yeah. They're going over pro, uh, next projects that are coming out. They're doing all these other things. So anything that may have been on the chopping block, or anything that's already being worked on or almost finished, 
is most likely not going to get chopped. Maybe delayed a little bit so that way it can get restructured. Yeah. Or maybe more f- money was infused into the company so that way mm-hmm. they can then put more behind it. But for the most part, a lot of things probably aren't going to ultimately get canceled. It's kind of like when Marvel bought Fox, where there was a it's lot contingencies of contingencies and con- contracts. Obviously, and obviously yeah. we know that. But there was there was a lot of movies that were coming out after they bought after yeah. they bought it, and they were like, "But these are still Fox films. Like yeah. these movies are still coming out." There were still things that had to be slated, advertised as Fox, yes. and that's what we're probably going to see that ripple effect with like DC. Yeah. I want to believe that the Discovery merger right now, they're trying to get as much bad press out as possible to just get it over and done with. That's a you good cancel. Yeah. Yeah, because the way I say it, like, look, it sucks. And then we've said this in issue 109. People are losing jobs. People are losing opportunities to put their projects out there. Yeah. No one wants that. I, none of us here want that. No. The cancellation of Batgirl, even if it could have sucked as a film, 90% done. The cast and production it, team that went behind it deserve that film to be you know no 100 it sucks it's but I, it's in the can though the yeah it's they're, the they're using done. it's a write-off too the, the only the only thing i can think about for that movie they watch like they watched it and they were like it's not good like, the it's, only it's, thing i will say is because it was scheduled to hit theaters right I believe so. It wasn't a it wasn't a streaming film. I feel like it would have been done a lot better. It was a streaming film because it was ninety percent done, and we never even had a trailer. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Or it was. I mean, it also could have also always been on the chopping block. Mm -hmm. That's true. They they must have known that. Hey, this isn't the strongest from. Another thing too for uh, Discovery to be coming in and be like, hey, we're making these decisions that quick. Also says. This deal with Warner Brothers and Discovery is, is a lot further than we think, mm-hmm. you know. So they're a lot more merged than they said they were a month ago at Comic Con. Because the way this merger is kind of making it feel, right, is the way I've been seeing Warner Brothers deal with their movies and franchises. It's like they're a drunk person at a bar throwing darts at a dartboard. Eventually, they're gonna hit a bullseye. Yeah, but they're always gonna offshoot. Right, Discovery comes in and says, "Like, hey, I need you to stop throwing these darts. I need you to hit bullseyes every single time." And he takes over the game, and they start throwing things. Yeah, because out of everything that has come out in the last couple of years, right, DC has had some good bangers. Yeah, they've had the Batman, they've Shazam. had the Joker, they had Shazam, Aquaman. Aquaman was pretty good too. Yeah, it's sold. the okay. only billion dollar film. It's okay. I mean, it, regardless, though, regardless, it, it made money. It made yeah. money. It yeah. made money. That's okay. what that's what so, we're trying to say. So. Is of it, it made more than Justice League. Okay. Yeah. So I agree. Which to, has I agree Batman with and Superman in it. Yeah. I agree with and that. Aquaman. So what I'm seeing right now is that Discovery, like you said, they're the adult in the room. Yeah. And they said we're not going to just release trash, or what we think to be trash, to see if it makes anything. Yeah. We're only going to release things that work. So, this brings to mind Batman 2, Matt Reeves' version. It was announced last year. They said that they might be coming out, or it was announced uh, earlier this year. Yeah. That it is in the works, but it hasn't been greenlit yet. Did, well, because they also said that they're getting their own Feige. Like, they're going to be getting somebody who's, like, up top, who is going to be, like, in charge of keeping all well, of the Well, they hired pieces. Alan Horn, who... Uh, he helped fight. He helped uh, lay the groundwork for the MCU. I get that, but I 
I do believe because they I know they're in talks right now with Greg Berlanti. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it will be Alan Horn. Alan Horn is going to be there to make the no, no, no. the Al- actual round. Yeah, Alan. I believe that Alan Horn is going to do the setup. He is going mm-hmm. to kind of go like, "All right, cool. What's the story you want to tell?" This is where I'm placing everything. Here's yeah. the movies that are going to be coming out, and this is how we're going to do that. Yeah. Berlanti, on the other hand, is going to go. This is the movie that we're going to say over here. This is the movie we're going to have over here. And our overall goal is yeah. Infinite Crisis or whatever. Because Berlanti knows how to do that. Yeah. For, for a while there, Berlanti had almost 12 shows going on that were all interconnected. And they were all hits. Yeah. If anybody knows how to do DC, it's Berlanti. And keep all of these, like, these, these, uh, these strings. The only problem twisted. is is jumping from TV to film. But he's done film before. He has done film. Has he done it? Would he? Has he hasn't done it at a scale of where he's going to be overseeing placement of multiple big films in a connected universe? But that's the thing, though, is that at this point you need somebody who's a storyteller. That's true because if there's anybody up for the challenge, it's probably going to be him. That's and the thing. he's going to have Alan Horn. Do you who, have the stigma that people that work on film can't work in TV, and people that work on TV no, can't work in no, film? no. But it, but they're two different industries. Yeah, but you can jump back and uh, forth with them. Yeah, but you're on. You're essentially you're not on a TV show as long as you're on a film. In all fairness, I actually think that him doing TV shows is harder than him doing a film because a film, I'm only filming that we we, we write, direct, film yeah. the movie, maybe five six months, yeah. if that. Actually, if I'm TV is constantly changing. TV is yeah. going for what twenty, like yeah. twenty, twenty-five episodes a year, and they're doing. filming three months before the show's coming out. Still. Exactly, and they're filming. Oh. They're filming three months. It's why I tell. I yeah. I feel, I feel like he's very well equipped of kind of going like this is the story I, that we're I can tell. agree with Shorten that. it down, cut all the fat, and then put it out there. Yeah. I can agree with that. We'll see. I mean, it, it's. It's a probable thing yeah. because the example that I like to give out is J.J. Abrams. True. Abrams did a lot of TV before he started doing big film. Yeah. And then he's one of the most predominant directors in Hollywood right now. He understands how to make a good quality, visually good-looking film. But this guy started out making Lost, making Fringe, those TV shows that expanded a lot in storytelling to the mm-hmm. point that it got confusing as it got past season but, three. But That's also, how much it evolved. Yeah, yeah exactly. and also, let's remember that Kevin Feige is very lucky in his in the idea of when they were first making the Marvel movies, like the X-Men, Spider-Man, over everything else, he just so happened to be the nerd in the room mm-hmm. that then everybody went, what do you think, Kevin? Is that... Like, does that make sense? Like, do you think the fans will like it? Do you think not? And he was like, no, I, I, I don't like, no, yes, whatever. And then he was also, he, they, they taught him. They taught, they, like, he was, he had great mentors yeah. that taught him what to do. And that's how he became the Kevin Feige we have right now. That's true. And I, but I do believe Greg Berlanti knows what he's doing. He's already worked with, you know, Snyder. He's already worked with a couple other people. I think he'd do a great job. If if Discovery's smart, they're calling Snyder for consultation. No. no. I think they're done with him. Yeah. 
it doesn't make any sense though. It makes sense to a point when you start to look at what they're doing with those franchises that he's created or helped push forward, right? Because you have to look at this, right? They've already said that they're not going to be calling it the Snyderverse, but they're still using characters from that universe, right? This brings up the other point that the Flash movie, it's announced, has three options. Or Warner Brothers is giving itself three options, Yeah. right? One of those options is to, essentially this all relies on Ezra Miller just not screwing anything up yeah. anymore. If he can stop existing, you know, they could probably do you, some You know some he's going to do one more thing. You know. He's, there's something else that's going to come out. Yeah. There's something else. Something there's, else. Yes. And I'm sure they've anticipated that. Yeah. I feel like they're like, okay, like, but after that comes out. Okay. You're on a. Name me the three options that Warner Brothers is set to do. So the first one, uh, it was can't have anything else. Like can't, and they're going to go through with what's going on. He would have limited press. Yeah. And the movie would just, would come out. And that's it. On HBO. On HBO Max. That's it. The, uh, if he were to go and get help, which they would want, is like him going, getting psychological help, seeing somebody, actually seeing that he's going to be doing better. Then it would be getting a theatrical release. But that's with nothing else coming out. Okay, I got them right here. Comes out. Yes. So the first option is if Ezra Miller gets professional help and explains behavior, film will release with limited press. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, if, he, if they don't get help, the film could still be released with minimal publicity from them, and he will be recasted for future films. Option three is the situation. if the situation gets um, uh, worse, Warner Brothers is scrapping the film altogether. And I feel like the third option is more likely. The safest is two. The safest is two, but more likely it's three. I don't see. I don't see him going to get help anytime soon. No, neither do I. Not his choice. Not by his choice. Yeah. If anything, look and seeing as how Discovery Warner Brothers is kind of like approaching. Sorry. The situation. I don't think that Discovery is going to like sugarcoat and say like, yes, he is getting help. You know? Yeah. They're not going to do that. The rocket raccoon wing. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to do that. More than likely, they're going to be like, Ezra Miller screwed up. He's not going to get help. We're canceling this. Here's my thing, though, is that I feel, because according to everybody in Hollywood, people know. So they've known about this before even the press got it. Because people in Hollywood all know. They they said the same thing when when all the stuff about, you know, was his name uh harvey weinstein was coming out mm-hmm. where everybody where everybody in hollywood knew that harvey would have girls go to his uh, his dressing room and everything else uh kevin spacey they would say that yeah kevin would always like go around young kids i mean young boys and he would you know he would take them home even um what's this all Brent, uh Be- singer brian singer uh when he was uh when he had like young boys going to his room wow. when he was like i know that about him yeah, Brian Singer had like or uh, what so he stopped doing the X Men. That and also uh, on the set of Bohemian Rhapsody, he disappeared for like four for like four weeks. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Yeah, That's on the crazy. set of Bohemian Rhapsody, like he just disappeared and no one knew where the hell he was, and they started and they were just filming without him. His ads and everything else and uh, and. Everybody and everybody just started filming. They were they were like, "Here's what the slides say. This is what we're supposed to do. Let's just get it in the can." Because mm-hmm. if not, we're gonna be four. Because he's not here. Goes and makes one of the greatest films. He's not even on it for four weeks. 
It's crazy. What was what was his role in Bohemian Rhapsody? Brian, Brian, uh, which out? Brian Singer? Yeah, he directed it. Yeah, he's directed a lot of the X Men. Yeah, but apparently he's he's also. I didn't know he disappeared though. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know that either. Um, what was it? Rami Malek talked about it in an interview. Oh my! Because somebody asked him like, "What happened on set?" And they, so the case, assistant director stepped. He stepped up. Yeah, or they stepped up. Yeah, the, basically the crew stepped up to kind that of sucks. go like, "We're gonna what? finish this movie even if he's not here." Dang, that sucks for the crew in a sense because it's like the credit all now goes to Brian Singer. No, because they yeah. all talked about it. Yeah. They were all talking about like, "No, this yeah. isn't this isn't Singer. This is us." I want to kind of touch on two. Okay. Be uh, option two because if you recast, I feel because like the safest bet is to recast. Just recast him. That or use a flash you already have. Which you said, Grant Gustin. Yeah. We all want Grant yeah. Gustin. You need Grant Gustin for maybe two, three days to film an after credit scene. Maybe. <sighs> the here's problem. The, here's the interesting thing though. Okay. You have the, the show ca- ending too. The show ends a week before it releases. So Come on. the no, show okay. ends the week before the movie is supposed to release. So here is the dilemma yeah. with this. It goes further than that, right? I, I understand that. Why do you want an end credit scene to a movie that no one might not even watch? People I are watching people this, movie. Watch this movie. No, what are you talking people about? are watching this movie. The they may not be watching it for the right reasons, but this movie is going to make money because of how much drama is surrounding this film. Did you watch the uh, Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial? No, I millions kept of people up did. Yeah. Millions of people did. You kept up with it, right? Mm-hmm. You still looked it up. You still like kind of like kept in the know and everything else. If it, exactly because of the level of the actor that Johnny Depp is. You, we've heard nothing. And the allegations. Yeah, exactly. Is it true? So if The Flash releases the movie, right, yeah. it'll probably be like, here's a big steaming pile of crap, and everyone's just going to watch it to see how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because Look, it can be a Venom 2 where it's not the best of films, but the after credit scene is in the absolute banger, and you're hyped as hell moving forward. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Because if Grant Gustin shows up, we're not going to. credited in this one. He's, it's Google. Yeah, though. but Google, you look up the Flash enough times, and he's also a, a signature, which I'll connect to yeah, the Flash. I will say that maybe they have him ready to take over. Well, they, because there's definitely been conversations well, for that, sure. But that's the thing, though, is that this, these conversations didn't start happening until all the Ezra Miller stuff came out because originally Grant Gustin signed a two year deal. They were originally yeah. going to do a season nine and a season 10. Yeah. And then they were like, nope, canceling after nine. That, that's it. Like we're gonna cancel. We talk, your we've talked. We talked about this. We're, yeah, we're gonna cancel your deal. It's only gonna be a, a thirteen. It's only gonna be a thirteen issue uh, run of the season, and you're done. And we're canceling the show. Mm-hmm. And then Grant Gustin's like, okay, I guess that's what it, that's. And Grant Gustin hasn't really said a whole lot about that. Yeah, because if he was actually done, he'd be expressing more gratitude. Yeah, yeah, a lot more. Or he's been be, the Flash for ten years. Yeah, or him going like, "Man, it's been a nice run. I can't believe yeah. we got canceled. I can't wait to do, you know, finish yeah. out the season or finish out the finish out my run as the Flash." You know, yeah. my run. <laughs> I'm ready for my last. Yeah. yeah, like you know, I I, I got my I last pair. I don't know which one it is. I'm not gonna lie. It's the white one. Let's find out. It's the, not the nope nope that nope that one. That's no, that's the claps. That's the claps. Which one are you trying to do? That's it. It is that one. Hey! So go ahead and say it again. No, he's the one that's. Go ahead. I got you. Oh, Grant Gustin's ready for his last run. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Brandon. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that that is the main reason why. Yeah. Because why would you cancel his contract of a show that... I get it. The Flash necessarily hasn't had the same running as when in like season one, season two. But he's the face else. of the Flash. But he's the face of the People Flash. People know him. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the thing though. If you were to see Grant Gustin, you go, that's the Flash. Yeah. That's Flash. Do that's you, Flash Boy. Do you <laughs> <laughs> he go he run real fast. That's it. <laughs> do you guys feel that Warner Brothers Discovery right now is kind of like sitting around a table going like, All right, let's let's just pray that Ezra Miller just doesn't screw up anymore that they no, don't find I think anything. they're praying he does. I honestly I really they might or they're sitting on a cage with him in it. <laughs> and he's like he's like a monkey like flinging his poop. Can't go anywhere for a month. <laughs> yeah. Next six Stop months. It. Just like the next six you months. Until you're May. Yeah. You have until May. You <laughs> Just behave to, yourself. Yeah. Do you have a cell phone? Give me that. Yeah. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Twelve new girls? Ezra. Oh, my no. God. Stop Three it. meals a day. That's all you get. No snacks. Stop being you a monster. You mess up one more time? Two. That's all you get. You want protein bars for breakfast? That's all you're going to get. Stop it. Can we move on to lighter news? Harley Better Quinn. news about DC? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Peacemaker well, also because, you know, well, on, that's still going. But Harley Quinn. I got some information for that. So yeah. right now it stands as only the new DC feature project currently with a green light post the, the merger. What? Uh, uh Sorry, uh, Joker. Joker. Yeah. yeah. So Joker's the only one with the green light. Um, It's scheduled to hit theaters in 2024, and it's obviously – you know, the follow-up to the, the billion-dollar film. Yeah. Uh, it's much bigger in price, though. Joaquin Phoenix and director Todd Phillips are both believed to be getting $20 million for this film, Ooh. with Lady Gaga getting $10 million. Let's be 100%. Ooh. Joaquin Phoenix is already a get. Like, he's a, he's a very expensive actor. Yeah, true. You're putting him in a movie. He's got a couple Academy Awards. He's a, he, his price tag is up. It's yeah. up there. It's up there. Just having him on the thing. Not only that, but also you're getting him back for a sequel because Walking Phoenix doesn't really do sequels. Yeah. He's a one and done. Yeah, that's what he even, he's even said that too, yeah. where he's like, I don't really do sequels to movies. Like, I do a movie, I'm in it, and then I'm out. Yeah. That's it. It's he's, interesting because they've also, the way that they've advertised Joker 2 is that they're really pushing this musical narrative. Yeah. How they, and they touch on that in the Variety article. Uh, continuing on with the salaries, so those salaries and the combined cost of the production uh, to this complicated to the complicated musical sequels is rumored at about 150 million dollars. The the uh, it's more like a Star Is Born and less like Into the Heights. What a, okay? What about if it's a it's a it's a movie that all takes place in Gotham Sanitarium? It's taking place in what you call it, uh, Arkham, Arkham. or Ar yeah. Well, Arkham doesn't exist yet. They, but they've said it's Arkham Asylum. Okay, so the, they're sending him to Arkham. That'd be interesting. Yeah. So, I would love the idea of it is the love story of Harley Quinn and the Joker. Mm -hmm. Can we go back a step further and say it's the development of Harley Quinn falling in love? Like, yeah, yeah, like her like development. How, how did of she her fall becoming, in? Yeah, yeah. Like, how did she fall for a madman? Because that is an interesting story to touch on. Like, if that is the prime story of Harley Quinn, where we get to see her, you know, herself being you know, degraded and, you know, falling into madness and falling in love with such a crazy man. 
that is a good story to make into a musical. Yeah. Because it's the slow demise of a person. Yes. yes. And that is interesting. Their reality. Then, yeah, yeah. And then they're both, they both start slipping into madness. Yeah. And then that's where the musical aspect comes in. Ooh. Gosh, I have a feeling the visuals on this film are going to be great. Can we get it La La Land style? Well, they said in, have you seen The Star is Born? No. A sad ending. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. You think Harley dies at the end? Or Joker? No. I'm going to bet on Joker more. Why Why kill someone off? Just say that the death is their humanity. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's true. You could always just do that. But honestly, I wouldn't mind the the breaking out of Arkham Asylum. But instead of it being them breaking out of Arkham Asylum, it's a musical number. Yeah. And the issue with that is you eventually need a Batman for that universe. No. No. You Batman, can't have you can't have Joker without the Batman. True, but also this is his dis- that th- that's the thing though is that they've already shown inside of Joker's mind. We don't know when this takes place because apparently sure. Bruce Wayne is a child right now, and he's a much older person. And Joker's a much older person, so we don't really know where he is because even when if if, if we Joe Batman right now is twelve. He usually doesn't become Batman until he's like 17, like eight, like 18 to 20. Mm -hmm. Cause he, he usually graduates college first. He goes, he studies abroad and everything like that. Okay. Didn't he graduate early? And then he he graduated at 16, 17. Yeah. He does graduate early, but he, but then he also remember goes off to like travel the world to like gain his skills as like Batman. Yeah. So he usually comes back in his twenties. Yeah. He's like 21, 22 when he usually comes back. By that time, Joaquin Phoenix is already, what, in his 40s? So that would put him in, what, his near 60s? It's still a possibility, but the thing is, it, to answer Adam's question of, like, you need a Batman to make the story work. I don't think it does. You don't. What you can do is you can establish a Dark Knight and say, like, yes, there's a vigilante superhero roaming around, mm-hmm. but you don't need to cast anyone. Yeah. You can say that the presence is there. Because that's the thing is that Batman can't be everywhere. He said that. That's his kind yeah. of gimmick is that he tries to be everywhere, but he can't be he's everywhere. He, he's, he relies more on fear. Bingo. There's also the idea that this takes way place way before Robert Pattinson's, or theory, way before Robert Pattinson's uh, Batman. It could possibly be a thing. But, you know, like I said, if you want to make this movie work, you cannot connect it to an existing franchise. Just let it exist on its own. It's too good of a film. The Joker is good. It's yeah. a good movie, you know? And if you're going to make this one a sequel and make it uniquely different, don't connect it to anything else. I don't really want to see a Batman here. I don't want to see any other DC, you know, nods or anything like that. Just give us a Joker film. Give us a Harley Quinn film. The story of Harley Quinn is a good one. It's just the, been diluted to a point because yeah. we get so many different versions of Harley. It's been more yeah. comical than anything. Yeah, exactly. The, the issue with that is it's the complete uh, it's complete hypocritical of Warner Brothers, well, Warner Brothers Discovery now, to allow that because of the fact they're like, hey, we have a 10-year plan now. How is that hypocritical? Well, no, because it, it, you're because essentially it, you're building a universe. You don't but, want but other films outside the universe. Yes, you can. But here's the thing, though, is that that's a major thing that 
DC as a whole has always done of multiple universes. Yeah. Um, we're like, we're doing different things and not only that, but also Warner brothers knows how to make the, make a hell of a movie. Like mm. they know how to get the right cast, the right, the right director, the right, everything cinematographer. So that way a movie is awesome. So that way it's really good. If I don't have to attach it to a universe yet, that's great. I can I can loosen the the restraints and we can go about it because that's a lot of that's a lot of reasons why there's why there's a lot of directors that won't work with Marvel because they're they're like there's way too many constraints. Yeah, that's, way too much stuff. That's the beauty of the DCEU right now, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of DC in general. Yeah. yeah, is that because there's so many different universes, you can jump in at any point and say that this is your favorite film, the Batman. You don't have to watch any other DCEU film to get into it. It's a good film on its own. Same yeah. thing with the Joker. Moving on to another topic, the Harley Quinn show. Yeah. Have you seen that show at all? I haven't at all. It is a good show. If you watch it, you're going to be left in this kind of like thought process where like this is way too extreme mm-hmm. because Jim Gordon, alcoholic, crazy commissioner who basically has no control over Gotham City. Even though he's commissioner, he has no control. Batman in this new season has a foot fetish. Even though he's dating Selena, Catwoman, He's got a foot fetish. He's really bizarre. Night. Oh my God. Can it, I just say it's, Nightwing it's, in this one is really less, good? It's less he has a foot fetish. It's more of Batman's a weirdo. Yeah, he's he's alone. <laughs> he's, he's alone. A, he's alone. <laughs> he's lonely and he's a weirdo. Like he, So nothing new. Yeah. But it's extreme. Yeah. But, the, but the thing is that they've always everybody's always like portrayed Batman as like Oh well, you know he grew up alone and he grew up on his own and everything like that. But he's suave and very charismatic. Yeah, and it's like no, if anybody were to have like suffered trauma, never dealt with it, gone and become, you know, a fist fighting crime fighter, and then came back, you'd be kind of a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. you'd also, be a weirdo. Clayface in the animated series and a bunch of other franchises has always been this menacing, like very misunderstood uh, villain. In this one, he's an actor. He wants to act and do a bunch of well, stuff. That, that is Clayface. It's Margot Robbie voicing her, right? Huh? Is it Margot? Who's who's voicing? It's her? Uh, Kaylee Koku. The you ever seen Big Bang Theory? Oh, uh, Penny, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but he's been like that. But this is more exaggerated. Like yeah. he doesn't want to yeah. be a villain and rob things. He wants yeah. to be an actor. Hmm. And that's really unique about it. And it's it's a lot of like the crimes that he suffers is because he was trying to become a big actor. Uh-huh. Like uh like in the newer season, he accidentally murders an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally murders like a famous actor and then goes, Oh no. What do I do? What do I do? Just be him and he basically yeah, becomes So him. now so now he's just that famous actor. Oh my god. That's pretty good. Over, though. And he's that's, taken over his life. That's pretty good. And, sh- and oh. they needed to get rid of him. And so they were like, I don't know how to get rid of a body. So he calls King Shark and you just hear him like go into the background and you just hear <laughs> <laughs> like he comes out with like blood all over his face. And he's uh. like well, that is done. <laughs> <laughs> the show is really good. Yeah. And you know what it cemented? A Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy relationship okay. that I don't think is terrible. No. It's pretty good. because well, that's how, That happens in the comics. It does, yeah, but it wasn't until it. recently. They've done it before, yeah. a couple years back. It didn't stick. But now it's kind of like a thing, which I'm very happy for because I'm tired of this whole Joker-Harley Quinn relationship, will they, won't they kind of thing. Now Harley has a good, stable relationship in Poison Ivy where they both build upon each other. It's a healthy relationship. Like, yeah. it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, like, they actually legitimately like each other. Yeah. And it, it also has, like, a will they, won't they with um, her and Kite Man. Yeah. 
because Har- Ivy is dating Kite Man, which is also hilarious because Kite Man's biggest foe is Condiment King. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's like my narc nemesis. Tell you. Yeah. So, what? So, it's Kite Man. Hey his, his arch nemesis is spoiler Condiment for season King. Three. Spoiler for season three, okay? This is how extreme it gets, okay? So I already mentioned Nightwing, right? So Nightwing is Dick Grayson, first Robin. The way he comes into the picture is he's a very broody, hot topic looking character mm-hmm. where he, he talks like this because, you know, he wants to be dark and broody and be the next Batman, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how he's introduced. You have other characters like the Court of Owls <laughs> who get introduced in this season. And you know who the Court of Owls is, right? Yeah. If you guys don't know, the Court of Owls is this massive group of criminals that basically ran it's Gotham the, for years. Yeah, it's the skull and bones of Gotham. It's the elite of the elite, the money makers, the ones that want to run Gotham and actually do run Gotham. Harley Quinn portrays them as a sex cult. Oh, my gosh. It is fantastic. The meeting literally starts because it's Harley Quinn and Ivy trying to look for Frank, the mm-hmm. plant the, the plant that talks. That's Ivy's friend. Mm-hmm. Well, he got kidnapped, so they go into the court of owls to see if they can find some clues. Well, the court of, there was a there was a pen that was left behind with the court of owls logo, so they were like, oh, obviously, man. it had to be the court of owls yeah. that took him. So they go in, and the meeting starts all normal, like it's all dark, and the you know the the head of the court of owls comes out, and he's just like, it's time for the gods to have their sacrifice. Um, so, quick announcement before the sacrifice actually goes: our new members have shown concern of live sacrifices, and that they don't want to see it. So, for today's sacrifice, we're going to be sacrificing a goat piñata, and he pulls out a piñata and starts it and throws the confetti. Everyone's like, "Hey!" And the sacrifice is done. And the god's bloodlust is complete, and moving on. And then they have sex. Yeah, and it's like, oh, now to start tonight's orgy. And then, you see, and then you see Bane, and he's like attaching things. Like he takes oh his hand off. Oh my god! Like Bane, Bane has is... a Bane has a fist, and then like you see him detach his hand because for some some reason he has a detachable hand. Yeah, takes it off, and then just puts on a giant gyrating dildo. Oh my god! That's just there, and he's just like. <laughs> Bane is probably one of the best supervillains here because his entire stick for season three is that he wants to kill Ivy and Harley Quinn because uh-huh. Ivy's wedding in season two got, you know, completely destroyed. And he gifted them, her and Kite Man, an extensive, expensive pasta maker. And they have not returned it to him. So he's, <laughs> he's trying to get them back for not returning the pasta maker. And it's so funny. I will has, destroy Harley Quinn and well, Ivy. Because not only that, but also they're using the um, the Dark Knight Rises Bane voice. Oh, my God. So he's like, I don't understand why they can't return my pasta maker. <laughs> oh, Calendar Man? It's only the right thing to do. I was going to message you, Calendar Man. It's oh. so great. Calendar Man is this big fat dude in an orange homemade suit yeah. with a calendar as a cape. It's just a <laughs> bunch of calendars just stapled on together, dude. <laughs> it's good. The show is so the show is so ridiculous, yeah. dude. It's so ridiculous. Honestly, you can burn you can just burn through it. Yeah, I burned okay. through five episodes in like a day. Yeah. Okay. It's it's really okay. good. Well, I, it's a good record. It's our it's our keeping up with the nerds seal of approval of to watch DC, Harley Quinn. Of DC wow. TV shows that are coming out right now. That's definitely a one of the best. Yeah. I got a couple more DC. You know, news is you want me to burn let's talk about that. We'll wrap it up in about five minutes because we do have to talk about prey. Yeah, that's why. So you want me to. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, let me burn through them. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery says the door is still open for Leslie Grace to play Batman again in any future DC film. You mean Batgirl? Batgirl, excuse me. Yes, Batgirl. 
Uh, did I say Batman? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apologize. Uh, Titans and Doom Patrol are reportedly in danger of cancellation at oh, HBO no. Max. Titans. I can see that. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, DC bye. show reportedly still moving forward are the Penguin spinoff from Robin Pattinson's Batman, uh, Peacemaker Season 2, Green Lantern, uh, Harley Quinn Season 4, Constantine, and Madam Xandu. They greenlit Harley Quinn season four. Yeah. Heck yeah. Still reportedly moving forward. Good. Variety had all the scoop for all of, for all of this. Dope. Yeah. So for that Titans and Doom Patrol, I'm a little sad about if Doom Patrol goes off the air because Doom Patrol is a fun show. It is a fun show. It's a fun, weird show. I enjoy it a lot, but I do understand if they take it off the air. If they also just reformat it and just kind of go like, this is like, we're going to make it more pleasing. Maybe Titans get rid of it. It's fine. Nobody's missing out on Titans. There's one listener who's probably going to disagree and be like, Titans was a good show. No, yeah, that guys are wrong. Who? I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> for Bat, for Batgirl, that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool that they're like she was cast as Batgirl for a reason. We're you know yeah. we, if we're going to be using Batgirl. That feels more of like Discovery's decision more than it feels like Warner Brothers. Well, it's also bad press because she was going to be a Latina Batgirl. And that's how a lot of outlets have been reporting it. Because even Kevin Smith made a comment about that. And it's like, bro, like, I get it. But that's also kind of like, it's kind of like a setup for if they cancel a Batgirl with, like, a Latina actress in uh-huh. there, it's bad press. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, she could she could have been a good actress. Yeah. Right? She could have been a great Batgirl. We don't know because the movie's not going to come out. But if Warner Brothers cancels it, you know, it does look like bad press and saying you didn't want a Latina Batgirl. Yeah, no, you know, but that's yeah. not that, that's not exactly what it is. It, it's not, but it could be. No, um, it also could have just been that the movie sucked. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's, you know, so we don't know. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah, but I'm excited for Harley Quinn season four, Peacemaker season two. Peacemaker so good. I want James Gunn to do another opening theme. Oh, it has something to be different. different. I want yeah. I want a different dance number. That should be the running gag of the show. Every season's a yeah. I, w- I want something a new. Did you look at, or did you uh, watch James Gunn's interview where he talked about why he did that opening no. sequence? So uh, his is it wife or girlfriend? They're married now. It's a, it was his fiance back then. She had connections to a I think a Tony Award winning uh, choreographer. Yes. Okay. And she brought her on and said, "Hey, we need a dance number. I want to do a dance number for the show." Mm-hmm. So she asked, okay, like what? Like how do you want us to go about this? He's like, I just want a classic, you know, musical style number. Has no relevance to the show whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Can you guys just make these people dance? He said I ju- he said his main thing was I want to I want to make sure that nobody skips the fir- the intro. That's all it was. I want nobody to skip the intro. So and make as- it something that's interesting and it's and it'll pull people in and it'll be so weird that they have to watch and as every it, single week. As it kept going into it, he started adding new layers to it. So he said, no one smile. Everyone just stay neutral. And that was it. Mm-hmm. And people tried to dissect the meaning of this because like, oh, this character goes in here and there. He no, said, no, none meaning. of them matters. There's no, there's no, there's no, no meaning. meaning. There's no real meaning. It's just great. to do That's it. great. You know what would hmm. be really fun? And it's just because I watched this movie last night, uh, a Footloose version of this. Oh, dude. Oh, uh, that'd be funny. That was actually really funny uh, because they did the Footloose dance in uh, this last season of Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's how Andy saw it. They She's just, never seen the film, and I'm just... I'm really? Yeah. Hmm. The OG Footloose. Yeah. 
I thought and I it just was, showed I, it her yesterday. Yeah, because in uh, in the new season of Umbrella Academy, it's hilarious because the umbrellas and the and the sparrows are about to fight, and you see Luther and uh, the leader of the sparrows, and he's like, "What are you gonna do about it?" And oh, you just see, no. and you see the uh, what was it? You just start hearing the Footloose music start, and you start oh, hearing, my and you start God. seeing Luther. The guy from the Sparrows starts doing the same thing. And you see Diego and he's like, Luther, what are you doing? And he's like, respecting our honor, bro. Jump in. <laughs> Literally, the first oh 10 minutes of this of this oh of the new season is, is the footloose dance. If, if James Gunn doesn't want to do a footloose version of the dance like that for the opener, can we at least get the warehouse gymnastics scene? Um, in that would two? be that would be amazing. It's yes. like it's I'll show, I'll show, doing I'll show that. it to you later. It's All so right. great. It's so great. <laughs> All right, so the last topic of today's issue will be a short one because honestly, it was it's such a short film. Yeah, it's super Pray, short. Yeah, it's it's a it's a short concept. It's an hour twenty minutes. But also, Which, it's it's a it's a predator movie. I think I feel like if a predator movie is too full, that's when they get bad. So yeah, consensus. It's kind of like an alien movie. Is consensus <laughs> is is Prey a good movie? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's okay. I'm on that boat. It's okay. It's, I I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a Predator movie. I'm not expecting the, you know, it's it's not going to be Top Gun. No. You know, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not, it's I, not gonna, I came in. I wanted to see a Predator. I wanted to see Hunts, and it happened. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. I honestly was watching it and was, how are they going to still do 45 minutes of storytelling? Okay, so that is my problem with this film. The storytelling of it all. Because I get that Predator 1 and 2 had story to it. Yeah. But a lot of that film was based on that anticipation of how this Predator is going to attack that party. Yeah. That's all the first one was. Right? There was that thrill. In this one, I could not stand... What's her name? Namoru? Oh, the main The, the main, main girl. girl. Yeah. I couldn't stand her character. Really? Because the entire point of her character was learn to shoot. Learn yeah. to hunt. And for about an hour, she did not pull the trigger when needed to. Yeah. And because of her actions, multiple people died. Well, they had underlining themes. The mom tells her and everybody tells her at multiple points, like, no, you're you're not meant to learn. You're meant to survive. Yes. And that's what she essentially does to the end of the film. Not only- she, she survives. One thing I'll praise this for is how different the Predator is. Like, oh, I love the way he looks. He's old school. They have he ha- his species essentially hasn't evolved yet into what it is. You know, he has the old school uh, um, like shield. The shield looks very older. His first mask is the skull. Like I thought that was freaking dope. I um, I do I do really like that because uh, what some people have been theorizing is that this is his his right that he's not a predator yet. Yeah, like this is his right of passage to become a great hunter. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're gonna drop because the because usually the ship lands, mm-hmm. like the ship will land and then yeah. he can then hunt and do whatever. This one is more of like the ship just drops him off and they're like, if you survive, we'll come back. But if not, then we know hunt the biggest apex predator. No, yeah, like in, in the whole idea was you were supposed to find the biggest apex predator, <laughs> kill it, and then call us up. Dude, this predator is such an asshole. <laughs> This one, I dude, literally, yeah. So okay, as, as I was watching this film, I'm just like, dude, I forgot predators are such assholes, dude. Oh no, they're but dead. this one was just the biggest dick yeah. on the planet, dude. It's literally a snake eats a rat. Like his first yeah. kill, snake eats a rat. And the snake's like, who's this dude that's standing here invisible? 
Freaking chops him up, guts him. Done. Yeah. Then he goes after a wolf. What'd the wolf do? The wolf was just trying to hunt a bunny, and here you are being a dick about it, throwing away his food. Then you yeah. end up killing him. Then who, did, who else does he hunt after the wolf? Uh, the, the bear. bear. The well, the bear. bear hunts him. Or the, no. no, the bear hunts. What's her name? Yes. The bear yeah. hunting is hunting her. He uh, then gets involved because yeah. he's passing by, and the bear can smell him. Yeah. And he has, like, the smell of blood. The bear, like... Winning the first like bout, it was, the first round, yeah, was cool. like yeah, like it was like he had like he he manhandles like the predator. I was like, dude, that's that seems freaking like dope. And then they follow up with well, the, the bear walked away. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if the bear wouldn't didn't walk away and yeah. finish the kill, the predator would have been dead. Yeah, because he because he got he got a couple like bites in that were like pretty decent size where you see the predator like actually bleeding, bleeding. Yeah, you know, so it was yeah, cool. The predator also is a baby because all he did was use the invisibility. True. Thing. True. Like half the time, it's like, dude. Yeah, but that's on, what dude. most predators do. Yeah, but still, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what a coward. What a coward. I'd, I'll say the blood, the blood's the best it's ever looked. Obviously, though, uh, I like the way how it was shiny. Yeah, glowy. The, that and also, oh, like, the, his blood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. its blood. Yeah. Its its blood looked really cool. Come I on, do. Can't assume it's gender. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's a strong, strong alien. Uh, <laughs> Does it need you to assume what it is? Uh, no, but I, I really do. I do like the idea of her becoming a better hunter, her learning how to use specific tools, her training to use specific tools like the axe with the rope. She became Scorpion. Basically. Yeah, she just became yeah, Scorpion. Yeah, really? <laughs> she essentially just became Scorpion. Or uh, Connor uh, from uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Because that's a that is a weapon that you have inside of the Assassin's Creed games. A, a, a it's a it's timer. a it's an arrow with a rope that you just throw. Yeah, you just throw it. Best but dog, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry was a good one. Um, the gun was interesting though because that is a callback to two. Mm -hmm. Uh, the French's gun or yeah, yeah. the Frenchman's okay. gun. Uh, when when Donald Glo when Donald Glover beats the Predator and yeah. then he goes into the ship. The predator thinks that the predator basically tells him he needs a he gets a reward for killing the predator, yeah. and then he pulls it off his belt and he throws it at him and it's the exact same gun. Mm. Okay. So obviously a predator comes, they're, they're gonna come back. No way. Yeah. Well, well they have to get, the end they credits. Have, they have to claim the gun. What, there was one. So the end credits is animated. Okay. It's the wall. It's the wall paintings. That you oh see yeah, because yeah, it tells yeah, you the yeah, whole story yeah. of, of prey. Yeah. And then the end is her becoming war chief. Yeah. And then the uh, the ships are descending from the sky, multiple ships. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It's not an actual like end credits. It's an end yeah, credit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what it's assuming is that there could possibly be a sequel, even though Hulu is not greenlighting one yet. But the assumption is that the predators might be coming back to investigate what happened. Which I don't it, it, want because the predator has always been a single predator. Yeah. Besides AVP, it's never been like a whole class of predators against like, it's never been a war. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just kind of depends. It'd be interesting to see that. It, it just probably wouldn't work well. Yeah. I I think the multiple ships is is one thing. I I think if it was like another predator that came down and it was another, it was a war chief. Yeah. Because this because this guy. This predator, he was good, but he wasn't. He was stupid. Yeah, yeah there was a, there was a lot of mistakes this, he made. There were a lot of things where I'm just kind of like, this predator you can tell is new, yeah. because he took a lot of blows. Yeah, and he tried to make every kill as cool as possible. Yeah, like it wasn't like how can I effectively murder this group of Frenchmen? 
It was more like, how can I just make this look cool? Also, the most uh, technologically disadvantaged as opposed to all the other ones. He had the tools, or he had yeah, the tools no, yeah, available there's, to him, yeah. But it was kind of dumb because his his death was spoiler. His death was very stupid because he yeah. knew he should know how his tech works. No, yeah. And you mean to tell yeah. me that without your mask, you're still gonna throw it? Like, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. you know, he probably didn't realize that the three dots were facing him. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know, like, can't you analyze your surroundings a little bit? For a species that is farly advanced than the 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 other the species that you're hunting, yeah. there's no excuse for you really to lose. Yeah, exactly. You know, in in a sense like that. So uh, I, I get I can agree well, I, with that. I, I always I always liked the idea because I also thought that was weird too because he he's the first predator to not have a nuke. Mm-hmm. Is that the gun? No, oh. in general the nuke because uh, on his bracelet, on the bracelet of all the predators, they always set off a nuke if they lose. Where it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. If I lose, you lose. Yeah, but like, didn't th- didn't he drop the gauntlet? He dropped the gauntlet and it had something else in it. It had like concussion blasts. Also, the fact that he was losing his tech too. Like, because she gets one of his, like, knives. She got one of his knives. He was a sloppy predator. Yeah. He, she got one of his knives. She also got, she also chopped his arm off with his own bow stuff. That was sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, he chops a, it off with the, uh, she chops it off with his, with his shield. Because he's about to yeah. bash yeah. her head in. I think it would be so cool, and I really want it, of when the predators come back, she has his tech. She's like. Oh, that'd be interesting. It to herself. And now she uses his tech against them, and that would be. I kind can of see cool. this as a trilogy. They send another predator, she kills it, and then that's when they send more. Well, they send like a higher class, yeah. of predator to kind of go to kind of see what happened, like what killed. She still kills it. She kills that one, and then they send the the army, and then she and then yeah, then they send like a couple of predator to go like, hey, an hour forty minutes on? though, nah, I can hour ten. You know what? This movie was the right length. I think if it was any longer, I would have probably gotten bored. It yeah. got to the point pretty quickly. The, like I, I said, like, the, yeah. we don't get to the Predator until the last, like, 30 minutes to 45 minutes, like, where yeah. we don't actually see the Predator do anything interesting. Yeah, Like, True. we start to see a fight between the Predator and humans when the uh, the Indians basically bring back um, the girl, Namuru, or however. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they're all Which kind of like, yeah. oh, well, you know, this this person, this thing doesn't exist. First one gets freaking needles through his head. Yeah. The other one gets, like, sliced in half. The kills were gruesome. This is this is where I noticed that the Predator was a big-ass dick when he kills the second Indian by mm-hmm. chopping off both arms yeah. and having him squeal in pain and then just chops his head off, like, ten seconds later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, freaking Not only that, man. the Predator sexed this because he did, sexed this because he did not want to kill the girl. No, she explains why. He, he wasn't, she oh, wasn't yeah. a threat. Yeah. yeah. So and that's always been a thing with yeah. predators. If you are not a threat to them, he, they won't attack you because that also happens in the first one. Mm-hmm. When Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't have a gun and he's not shooting at him and everybody else is, he kills everybody else and leaves Arnold there. Mm-hmm. He leaves so, the Terminator. Well, so it, it's, it, it's, it's a known thing. Yeah, of yeah. Like predators mm-hmm. don't attack people no. that aren't armed. She armed. uses that to her advantage, though. Because she yeah. noticed, the, like, that's the kind of, if we're going to play on the idea of themes, that's the whole theme of that. Yeah, I know, yeah. He put, yeah. she was never a Because he doesn't hunt them when they're uh, they're tied up, both her and her brother. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And not so. and even before that, like, she was never a threat for anything because she wasn't truly a hunter. So yeah. the predator had no real reason to go after her, yeah. figure her, like, Which figure out. also a great scene when she's talking to the Frenchman. 
and like he's trying to like fill the he's trying to fill the the gun, and then she's like, "You didn't kill me because you didn't think I was a threat. You don't think I'm a hunter." Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm gonna show you. I'm dangerous. And I was just like, oh, dang. All right, cool. I was like, dang, all right, I'm down. It's a good Let's movie. It. It's a very solid. She blows predator. his head off with a pistol. That's how she gets his mask. That's right, yeah. She literally gets it and goes, boom. I was I was like, dang, that's That's, that's ballsy. That's, that's a dead dope. shot. Yeah, it it had a lot of good scenes. It had yeah. a lot of good cinematography in it. Very beautiful movie. Could have been shorter. Uh. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I don't think the, 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 the French didn't need to be in it. Um, the, no, because there had to be a reason why. How who how exactly do we do it where we have the Predator use up all of his ammo or all of his weapons? Like his big gear. It's fair. You can fair. also kind of say that there needed to be a reason why the Predator was hunting on that planet in that area because the Predator was never going to pass into that territory. Okay. Because keep in mind, uh, Namuru was telling her brother, "We knew it. We need to investigate past our borders. Yeah, because there's a bigger threat. Yeah. yeah. And he said no, but she was refusing to listen to that. Yeah. And but the predator went to the Frenchman. Yeah. No. Because well, because the Frenchmen were the ones that were hunting, uh, hunting and skinning. Yeah. Yeah. And they were specifically hunting him. Yeah. That that one point they realized was it anybody was just- historically big. We're just random Frenchmen. Uh, random, Frenchmen. random Frenchmen, because mm-hmm. that was when the French had that plot of land in the in North America. But they, yeah. uh, the only thing that's different was that that Frenchman that has yeah. that basically gets stepped on, the very end, that teacher tried to use the gun. That is the Frenchman that has the gun for two. Okay. Or predator too. Okay. That was it. But nobody yeah. big historically. I don't think so. And, and good because yeah. when you start putting in more things like that, and that's probably where I have my biggest issue with expanding lore, expanding storylines for Mm. movies like Predator and Alien. Yeah. The movies, when they're based on basic fundamentals and have a basic foundation, they work. That's why Alien and the first Predator are really good movies. But when you start expanding on the lore and creating biology and all this other stuff and storytelling, you start to run into problems because creative differences become an issue. And Prey did a good thing in not giving us more than we needed to tell us and expand on the Predator storyline. It worked a lot on its original format. Yeah. Which is good. Wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't bad. bad. It was pretty good. I recommend it. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely recommend it. I'm definitely glad it was a streaming service film. Yes. Not yeah. something I had to go out and see. No, yeah. No, yeah, I, mean, if, I think if I would have went to the movies... Would have been disappointed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I think I think I would have been a little bit disappointed, but I think staying at home, watching it, yeah. I'm down for that. I, I, was, I, I enjoy those. Cools were kill. Story wasn't bad. Cools were kill? Or... Kills were cool. Kills were kill. Gotcha. Kills were kill. Yeah. Kills were cool. The kills were the kills were pretty sick. Uh, at a certain point, it was kind of like watching Final Destination. You're just like, I wonder how they're gonna how he's gonna murder all these people. Dude, he was yeah. murdering them left and right different yeah. ways, man. I think the coolest one for me was when he had the uh, one of the Frenchmen pinned up against the tree with the shield arm, oh, and then he just chops yeah. his head off with the shield. Oh, and yeah. the entire tree just falls over. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was pretty, pretty dope, cool. dude. That was pretty sick. I scene. like the bear. The bear, the bear scene was pretty yeah. cool. I actually really do like the scene where uh, he's punching her, and then he has her down. And the first thing I thought was, he's gonna do the shield thing again. Uh, I love the idea of like she remembered seeing it, she knows what the shield can do, sees the two rocks, and is able to kick herself in between the two rocks mm-hmm. to then stop the shield. Right. I was like, that's pretty clever. I and like then that. rips his tooth off to stab him in yeah, the face. Yeah, and then is able to <laughs> rip his tooth off to like stab him. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> It was solid. It was brutal. Get primal with this. 
All right. So I think uh, that's a good way to wrap up this issue. Issue 110. Sounds mm-hmm. good to me. Keeping up with the nerds. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here at Keeping Up With The Nerds at Our Real, Our Real Addiction Studio. Adam, thank you for allowing yeah, us to course. come here and record and have an issue for the public, for our fans. Uh, yes. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for all the support. Uh, just like Derek did, if you guys have any questions, want to reach out to us, the best way to do so is through our socials. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Derek did so by reaching out to us on Instagram message. Can't promise we're always going to be looking at all those messages, but we'll try Derek, I apologize if I commented a little too late. It was like five days after, but thank you so much. Hopefully the info did help out with something and kind of gives you a little bit of help in terms of looking for comic books to be ready for Seeker Wars. Uh, Follow our socials. Go follow us on YouTube if you're listening to our audio platforms. uh, YouTube.com. Keeping up with the nerds. Go subscribe. We're at 119. A couple videos did come out this week. Our Real Addiction, episode 75. If you have not gone and check it out, Adam and Miguel talked to two writers of The Walking Dead. And you guys talk a lot about the show and how they basically got into the industry, right? Yes. So it's not The Walking Dead portion. That's Mm -hmm. coming out closer to the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of their careers. Yeah, this is more of their careers. How this episode even came to be, because it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting story. It's kinda it, it's a dumb story, but it's it's one that's that's you good. Know, yeah. That's good. And then just them breaking into the industry. You and, guys did and, a good job. And advice to those who want to break into the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody who wants to start doesn't know where to start, they kinda go into that. Good. You know, so it's it's a it's it was a it was a fun episode to record. There's a second part coming out soon. Uh go watch go support. Go like, yeah. comment on that YouTube video. Adam and Miguel did such a great job in getting two really great guests. So yeah. go watch that. Miguel also uploaded his version of Comic-Con. Yeah. Really good. Um, so that went up on Friday. So go you check that love, out. You guys, like, really love figures. Yeah, that's yeah. all you guys did. Like, yeah. literally, literally both videos. I felt like I, Dude, literally both videos yeah. were, I thought I was watching QVC. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if you guys are watching us on YouTube, head on over to our audio platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Leave a review where acceptable. Let us know what you think about the show. Other than that, is there anything I am missing? Yeah, free Renee. Free, hashtag justice for Renee. Justice for Renee. Justice for Renee. Save Renee. All right. Save the clock. Time. And this is where we're going to close out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening and watching issue 1010 of Keeping Up with the Nerds. My name is Brian. My name is Nick. And I am Adam. Did you say 1010? Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening and watching <laughs> issue 110 of Keeping Up with the Nerds. My name is Brian. My name is Nick. And I'm Adam. Recording at Our Real Addiction Studios. We'll see you all next time.